0: Uh, Good evening, and welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing Up.
1: Where we ponder ludicrous metaphysical nonsense in the time it takes to make five Tesco's basic microwave meals. Uh, Which is around 21 minutes? It might be. Uh, (laughs) I'm Shaiteli. And I'm Elias Kassan.
0: And so what I wanted to discuss today is, uh, do you remember when we first met? Like only, maybe only two years ago? Maybe 18 months? I can't remember when. Has it only been 18 months? Yeah, yeah, it's nuts that we've achieved so much, yeah. Uh, And we, we went to this poetry thing. And then we wanted chips. So we were like sitting on Oxford Street eating chips. And you told me this story. And it was like a ridiculous story. But uh, so much came from that story. Like, I think that's where we have a podcast. That's where the hologram theory came from. The
1: The basis of our friendship. It's the basis of our friendship. Yeah, that's the first conversation we had. Yeah, like
0: the first proper conversation we ever had one on one. And uh, I was trying to tell that story to someone the other day. And I can't remember it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I think that's beautiful that the, like, the basis of our friendship. Yeah, yeah, especially since you have such a good memory.
0: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: The basis of our friendship is the one thing you can't remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but then that you maybe suggests that our friendship has evolved to such an extent that we don't need that. Yeah, story. also, we
1: speak a lot of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of these conversations.
0: But do you know the story that I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. Wait, like it, to... it was a hologram. Yeah, yeah, the hologram story. That, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, basically, I was. Uh, I guess there's loads of little, there's loads of little things that are around it. Yeah. So, yeah. But the main thing was that, um so I met this girl
0: uh, in Victoria. Obviously. obviously, it was a girl. A girl. <laughs> <Why is> it? <laughs> obviously, it <was> a girl.
1: <laughs> and, um, so, she kind of comes up to me and says, you know, where's where can I get a coffee? And I just point to like a coffee shop <laughs> right next door. And she goes, sits there and then I come by and like give her my number, say, so, you know, whatever, like, give me a call, um, like we could go for a drink after my appointment. And she said she's going away, So she, but then she's back in a week and we can meet for an hour. So we meet up for an hour. An hour is uh, very specific. Well, she was two hours late. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> um, and so, but, she's, but she lives in Italy and she was just coming to England to go to York or something. Okay. And she's in Victoria going back home. So okay. she, we, can't, we meet for like an hour, have some coffee or whatever. And I don't know what kind of Maybe I'm in a strange mood at that moment. Also, this is yeah. That morning is the it's the morning of the most powerful uh, night in our religion. And okay. Like, sort of, it's uh, meant to be the night of a thousand nights. Okay. Right, so you stay up all night and meditate and.
0: Yeah, and did you?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, I stayed up until like I don't know, two, four o'clock or something. Okay. Just, like, oh, so you praying. still felt
0: that you were in that zone, right, in that moment.
1: Yeah, 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 and it was like and I met up with this girl and there was something maybe it was just the power of that or like I hadn't slept (laughs) and it just felt quite (laughs) ecstatic but at the same time it wasn't like this profound soulful connection it just was maybe whatever maybe
0: more heightened than a normal connection yeah Yeah.
1: but maybe because I'm living in some ridiculous paradise yeah 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 anyway so she uh, she goes she goes back to Italy and then we start messaging a bit and then we like Skype and stuff. And then I was thinking that, you know, I wanted to do... I was at a point where I was like, I want to do something kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, And... Which, I, which is a great thought. Well, yeah. Also, life. I need to... I got too stale in my lifestyle. So like, I need to run away or something. Or do something. And uh, I was, so then I thought, you know, maybe I'll come to go to Italy. Do you, do you want to go to Italy and spend a weekend together and just hang out or something? Um and so we kind of spoke about that, and she's like, yeah, yeah, come to Italy, and da da, da, da. Um, Once I sort of kind of decided... We didn't decide it, but we, yeah. it was like a sort of an idea. The next day, I went to the nursing home. It was uh, We were having a summer party at the nursing home, and I'm just like sitting around dancing with some old ladies, and one of the residents says... You're a very sensitive soul. <laughs> you're very, you're very, you're a very sensitive person. Okay, that's true, though. Yeah. yeah, Just randomly, like this is this is also like a person I've never met. Right? No, I've, I no, I've actually talked to her a lot, and she's she's a lovely person, and but it was never we never really had like huge deep conversations. Yeah. I, when I go to the nursing home, it's not huge deep conversations with everyone. <laughs> they just tell me the same stories about how they dance with their husband. Their yeah. husband. yeah. Um, and she just points. Uh, To me, and she's just like you're a very sensitive soul. You're very sensitive, very sensitive person. Um, You you need to work on that. It's it's a great source of uh, amazing stuff for you, um, and it's where all your talent lies. But you're very sensitive, very sensitive, and you should um, you you need to build your resilience. Um, That's interesting. That's
0: like what a mother would say, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And that, that, I mean, that relates to me, but it's also quite abstract. That could relate to many people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that. yeah, yeah. and then she says, "I can't remember." She says a series of things which were really like on point. Yeah. But just just randomly says this, and then um and then she says to me, "You have to go to Italy." Had like, you said I had, anything? I had said nothing. Okay. I said nothing. This is the day after <laughs> I thought like I should go to Italy. He's like, "You you have to go to Italy. you you're, a part of you belongs there. There's um you have a you know, so it's you, you, you you just you must go to Italy. There's a part <laughs> of you belongs there." And I was like. This is like our first interaction.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? How do you know it's about not... Italy? So how you Italy? hadn't mentioned it.
1: No, I hadn't mentioned anything. I hadn't spoken at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go to Italy. Um, uh, and she also, she also told me like how uh, she, she said that a big thing's going to change for you in the next eighteen months or something, and um, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, "This is nuts!" Like I actually, I was like, you know, I actually told her that I was actually thinking about coming to Italy yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And um, and now you now, should. Now, yeah, now, of course I'm going.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, the, now, of course, the, 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 there's no way.
1: <laughs> and she told me that she became uh, telepathic uh, when her father died at the age of ten. Not telepath. Um, psychic. Okay. Uh, when her father died at the age of ten. But she never really like talks about it or does anything or like you know it's not like she's not like a fortune teller, but sometimes she has these you know, yeah. moments and it happened when her father died. Yeah. Um, and it happened when
0: she was speaking to you clearly with the Italy thing.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think no, but I think sometimes she says these things and stuff, and the people in the care home maybe just think she's bananas. <laughs> but I think there's... And so for me it's not really also this might be just a strange coincidence it might she might be talking about something but
0: you interpreted it as a sign right
1: Yeah but it's not even necessarily a sign it's just that it's so beautiful and so poetic that yeah. I have to like embrace it
0: And we're always chasing the poetry Yeah
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. and I I like yeah, I didn't think sure. that she meant that I'm going to marry this girl in Italy yeah, yeah, yeah I for me it was just that
0: you have to go to Italy
1: Yeah and also like but maybe I had to go to Italy in order to have this story so that I could tell it to you, you so that we and could <laughs> build a friendship and make a podcast. So, like, everything comes...
0: Kind of fits together. Yeah. Wait, wait, so you go to Italy, right? Like, so you book the ticket to Italy and you go to Italy? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, so I book the ticket, I go to Italy. Yeah. And it was actually a really powerful trip for me. Like, for some some reason, I... It was kind of weird with her. It didn't really make so much sense. Um, It didn't really make so much sense. We didn't connect really that well. She was like speaking in Italian most of the time. Her English isn't even that good. It was definitely this big hologram. (laughs) I didn't even really like spending much time with her. But it was a really powerful trip for me because it just shifted me and it also gave birth to uh, a new style of writing. Really? uh, Like
0: one in which, what's different about this style of writing? We write again in Italian. Is that what no, it
1: is? I actually did write a poem in Italian before. Um, oh, yeah, I think I sent, I sent her a poem and she got scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's like a running theme in your yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> poem, she got scared and then um, I came there and she's like, scared, yeah, so she was being all weird. And yeah, and distant. And yeah, distant. okay, yeah. And then I was like, okay, great, perfect. Now I can see the city. <laughs> yeah. So I was just in Venice, kind of... Like
0: meandering. Meandering. Yeah. Alone and
1: exploring the place. And Venice is what this... I don't know. I've got something with Venice.
0: you got, like, an energy? So I've never yeah, been to Venice.
1: Power. there's something, like really? something. There's like I feel like there's layers of the city, but... And there's, like, a very kind of cliché layer, and then there's, like, this beautiful, just cliche romantic layer, and then there's this kind of, like, I don't know, like, energetic, eerie, ghosty kind of historical thing that just, like, you, you like, quiet and a little bit, it just... Comes to the surface. There's something I don't know, something eerie, something. Yeah, unique? yeah. Because I've had this experience in Venice before. Something what, where
0: you flew out to meet a girl and she was like no. distant.
1: No, I've been to Venice by myself before, and I just just love it as a place. Really? It's something? Yeah, I don't know. And also, the food is rubbish. <laughs> uh, it's overpriced. I, 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 there's yeah, tourists like, everywhere. Not really, yeah, it's it, full of. And I'm just like, why, Venice is overhyped? Um, but you love it. But then there's yeah something incredible about it. Something that.
0: But it's beneath the surface.
1: Yeah, but on top of the surface, it is also beautiful. It's like a stunning place. Yeah, right? yeah. Venice—the whole of Italy is actually insane. It's like no country has such immaculate architecture and
0: like Italy. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever been to Italy. Actually, I need to okay. go to Italy. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's the India of Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so reluctant to go yeah, there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, why, would I, why would I go to the India of Europe when I could go to the India of, of India. Asia?
0: Yeah, well, well I would just go to my parents' India. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's Southall. So that's really fascinating, though, because that is the first story that you told me.
1: That is, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it, wait, obviously, you've told this story, but completely different. Yeah, I've completely culture.
0: distorted the story. In my version of the story, you go out for a coffee with this girl for an hour, and then two days later, you haven't messaged her at all or anything you like see a sign that says Italy on a bus <laughs> and then you're like, I have to, get, I have to go to Italy.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same stuff. It's just that bus was <laughs> an old lady. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, but I, I think like, I didn't, I I didn't realise that you'd, you'd been messaging a little bit in between. I thought you'd just gone to Italy on a whim because someone it said to go to like Italy. Yeah. It was, it yeah, but that's so interesting. Like, we let signs and maybe even telepathy govern a lot of our lives. Like we're constantly lo- looking for
1: signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. I mean, I think me less so. Like ne- now, less so. But it's not really signs. It's not necessarily that I'm looking for signs. It's just that beautiful synchronicities that I pay want to pay reverence to, and I want to like like allow them to exist. And
0: yeah, just, yeah. But just, so I don't, don't want to neglect them. It's I that just, poetic reality, right?
1: Yeah. We it's it just—it's be like it doesn't necessarily have to have, you know, a purpose or precise meaning. It's yeah. just that it's a beautiful painting, and like when when two things fold on top of each other, it's just amazing. You know,
0: but then, why do we draw so much meaning from it? Because we—I know you said it doesn't have to have a meaning, but we do draw a lot of meaning from it. Yeah, like when when there are these beautiful synchronicity moments, we do not only pay reverence to them, but I think we we like we do extract meaning from them. Yeah. I'm much more likely to date someone if we've met in a beautiful surrounding, or in a beautiful way.
1: Yeah, I guess now I'm starting to think that maybe the less poetry, the more real, in hey, a sense. That's been
0: a big shift for you there.
1: Yeah, but I don't really, like, I still want the poetry, but it's, like, it's, that it's not grounded in the poetry, it's grounded in something else.
0: It's something reality, actually. Right? Well like the real.
1: poetry, the real poetry is actually something which is like a genuine connection or a yeah, genuine intimacy. And it doesn't have
0: to have a beautiful synchronicity.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have to have all those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they, they can, and we can still pay reverence to those things and just revel in them, but it has to be. More
0: yeah, but I think. In the, than that. I think uh, there's some. Like, s- this
1: story was just. It was just, like, wanting to.
0: Yeah, well, that was, this story was just about creating a poetry, right? Yeah. But I've had it's other like chasing really story, meaningful
1: right? relationships. Yeah. Which have been very poetic.
0: So, my issue is I felt like I was getting addicted to this poetry mm. and these signs. I was chasing after the signs. Like, I was putting myself in scenarios where signs would be able to happen, where I would be able to create these sort of synchronicities.
1: Yeah. Well, I think if you just pay attention to the, to the things around you, you can see a lot more Yeah, You can, can always that... conflate things together. Yeah. Um, I think it's amazing that when, you know, when, you're, when you're into something or you're obsessed with something or you're talking about something with someone, then those things just seem to happen in your yeah. life. You seem to We see manifest them, them right? Yeah. yeah. And you can see that as some sort of synchronicity, or you can just see it as a sort of um, uh, cognitive bias.
0: Yeah. I think it's more cognitive bias, right? It actually depends yeah. on what your view on life is and what your view on that is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the co- I think the cognitive bias is definitely, uh, you do see things. When, when yeah, yeah. When you're focused on something, you see it more. You see it everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, there's so much going on in every moment and everything. Yeah. That if you're looking for one specific thing, you'll probably find it. Yeah. I don't know. It's have you sh- have you got a similar story? Where of ridiculous like signs or poetry?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it involves a poem, right? So I uh, had this amazing day with this girl in Montreal, like over a year about, ago. Like, romance. And- yeah. But, why but,
1: why can't signs be about something other than romance?
0: That's true. Now, okay, let's think about something that doesn't involve romance.
1: Yeah, wait, wait, but maybe story.
0: that's what sticks in our mind, though.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's because we have this conflation, we conflate a certain grandeur to the, and poet, poetry to the romantic yeah. uh, in a way that we maybe don't, you know, associate with uh, work as much or maybe, like, you know... Um,
0: no, I do have a really beautiful a old, or synchronicity moment. Yeah, I really do.
1: Wait, is this non-romantic or romantic? Non-romantic. Okay, nice.
0: So I'm on the tube in the morning and we're at Stratford Station it's on the Central Line and uh, there's a mum, she's holding a baby and she's running up the stairs and she's got like a little four-year-old and the four-year-old's running and the four-year-old runs onto the tube, like onto the gets onto the train and the door's shut before the mum and baby can get on Uh and so everyone's like banging. Like he starts banging on the door, and I hope that they will open. The doors don't open, and he turns around and just starts screaming, right? Uh, and he's brown. <laughs> I'm brown. Uh, so there's like a few of us. But obviously, I get up. I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry. But a few people get up. But he chooses me, and I think because I'm brown. And then he just like holds onto my leg and cries into my leg. Just and I'm like, and everyone, everyone is losing their shit as well. They're like, we need to pull the alarm. We need to ring the police. We need to like ring the kids school. I'm like, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to get off at the next station and then mum will be on the train behind. I'm sure she's like, that's like the rule in London, right? You just get on the train and go to the next stop, right? So we do that. Uh, We get off at the next stop. The kid is still crying uh, and he hasn't said a word at this point. He's still just holding onto my leg. I get off a couple of other people get off. And then on the next uh, tube, mum's there with the baby and she gets off and she gives me a hug or whatever. We have a little chat and then we all get on the tube and we continue with our day. Then at around like 4pm, I'm like, I really want McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's with my colleague and we're in the queue and this little boy just runs up to me and hugs my leg. And I'm like, what? And I look down and it's the same boy from the morning. And then they bought me my McDonald's. And I was like, this is a beautiful synchronicity. It's like a beautiful loop. yeah, Like a beautiful closed circle, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's amazing that all I
0: really wanted from Karma... For being a good guy earlier was the McDonald's,
1: McDonald's yeah.
0: yeah like it's just really beautiful
1: yeah yeah
0: like I think that was a nice synchronicity
1: no but I I, I also find it it's quite fascinating that karma is so capitalistic and, yeah <laughs> and just do, and just loves McDonald's like yeah, yeah, I always yeah. thought like karma you know when you think about karma like as maybe a Hindu god or something they're organic and yeah they, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, they go, they grow like they grow their own in vegetables their, in their, yeah yeah in yeah the garden. but actually they just want apple pie for McDonald's <laughs> To McFlurry obviously McFlurry McFlurry yeah 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 oh really for me it's just that my um
0: your grandma loves apple pie. yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah exactly
1: it's my yeah the, the god of karma just looks like my grandma yeah yeah
0: yeah she loves apple okay so what about in terms of telepathy like you know with that woman that was psychic
1: yeah, so I don't know. Do you believe in psych? Do I
0: believe in psyche? I think, I think I do believe that you know we can read a lot of things into someone's psyche. I don't know if I can. You think it's push like, myself to believe enough that you can actually interpret people's thoughts?
1: Um, so you think? But, so do you think it's like picking up on facial cues, like subconsciously picking yeah, up? Yeah, I think cues so. so you, yeah, I think so. So there's this. Um, I was quite into which is like
0: impressive in itself.
1: Yeah, which is yeah, yeah, which yeah it's is, real talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, no. There's one is like consciously picking up on facial cues, and, and the no, other thing is subconsciously. subconsciously. So like, I can tell that you're sad, but I'm not like I'm not looking necessarily for the reason why you're sad. I'm not deconstructing your face to say you're sad, but subconsciously I notice all the signs that on your face that yeah, yeah, that show that I'm sad. Yeah, and then just taking that to another level.
0: Yeah, and it's that other level, which I don't think I would call psychic. Yeah, you wouldn't call psychic.
1: Well, so there's a theory, so there's, uh, I was quite into this reading a lot about like uh, morphic resonance. Yeah. And what's morphic quantum, resonance? It's like this field of science called noetics. Okay. And basically, um, I think this is a lot, to, uh, I mean, the guy I was reading is a guy called Rupert Stett Sheldrake, and he oh. believes like that space has memory. No um, way. So like,
0: uh, like, uh, like the space, to memory right now.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. And basically, so the idea is that your mind, instead of being like an entity that lives within your brain, it's actually like an energetic field. And so the center may be within us. We don't know exactly where maybe in our knee or maybe in our our brain. Um, But like our field emanates. So let's say the circle around. um, So the field is in the center of me and then there's a circle that emanates like this. And then you have your center in you and then there's a field that emanates like this. And where our fields... But it emanates,
0: like, outside of me. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, and so where our fields interlink, cross over, that's the space in which telepathy can occur, right? So it's overlapping of mind spaces, mind fields, right? And when these come into contact, then there's a potential for telepathic um, interaction. interaction. And then there's something else called quantum entanglement, which is basically when you spend enough time with these people with the same person, then the uh, energy fields become interlinked and bound to each other. So then when separated, there's actually an entanglement of the fields.
0: So I really, I think yes. that I could accept that as, because that entanglement, it does lead to a lot of people who are in relationships or deep friendships thinking the same way about things, mm. you know, being able to read each other's minds or like knowing what they're going to say when, before they've said it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's also uh, you know. I don't how know how the, much I feel about the field. You know how the what what are the birds? The larks, are they, where they they swarm in like oh uh, yeah, in the same shapes, in the right? same shapes. Yeah, and they're always they're always moving. They never hit each other. Yeah, yeah. They're but always that, moving in the in synchronicity with. Yeah, them. yeah. So this is like a, maybe this is a sort of theory that can explain that, or which like you know people have yeah ascribed to that. Yeah. As, like, do you rescribe to this? Does this resonate um, with you? I like it as an idea. It's yeah, not, um, I, think it, I think it makes sense as much as anything else. <laughs> right? Uh i got no reason I, I like I like to believe in it, but I don't yeah, really
0: have a reason to believe in it. Um, but do you believe in telepathy then? So I have okay, experienced Well telepathy? I
1: basically started um So I started to meditate when I developed a whole like Philosophical system a while ago, which is based on this idea of everything being permeable. Yeah. Right? All boundaries being permeable. And I started developing a meditation on that, in which I sort of med- like, meditated on the permeability of my skin, of my body. And... and so the way I used to deal with anxiety or any issues is that I would sort of begin to consider the, my mind as not within myself, but as permeable, and that the thoughts don't exist within the head, they but they exist, like they pass... This in this kind of moving in and out sphere. So the thoughts don't actually belong to me. They just come in and then they dis- dissipate out.
0: Did that help with your anxiety?
1: Yeah, yeah. This was like a real um, huge path towards just a sense of freedom. And I would do it with my body as well to feel more connected to my environment. And I felt like I didn't, I didn't feel like... Cause, because when I was sick, I had a lot of physical constraints. And then when you feel your body is bound to the environment, your physical constraints don't really mean much. No right, because you've become to some degree limitless. Like not yeah. limitless, but like you're not as you as confined or associated with your physiology. And so, from a mental perspective, it's the same sort of thing. Because yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. having so much yeah, but think, anxiety, then you're not.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of people do do this, don't they? But maybe they don't dress it up in such a beautiful way or talk about the the thoughts being in a different field.
1: Yeah, like a sure. lot
0: of people are like do flick away bad thoughts. You know, like we talked about earlier. Or like yeah, these but thoughts have just come in and then we try and get rid of them.
1: Yeah, but I think it's in a, I, I think it's in a different I think it's in a different way. Because it's it, you're still identifying with the thought, but you're just sort of throwing it away or suppressing it. Whereas this is kind of saying that the thoughts don't belong to you, that they just flow in and out. They're just flowing
0: out. But then do you do that with non anxious thoughts? Like with all of your good thoughts as well. Like yeah, they well, don't I mean, belong don't, to you. I don't either. know
1: if I do them as much anymore. Because um,
0: no thoughts belong to you. Like, is that the point of the theory? Yeah. Or it's of. only the bad thoughts that don't belong to you.
1: Well, it's the same with everything. We yeah. like we do it for the bad. Yeah, You've got to accept.
0: You've got to accept it with the good, the, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. The totality. That's it. an
0: interesting way to live your life, though, if you think that none of your thoughts are actually yours.
1: Yeah. Well, there's. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's, for me now, now that you're saying it, it sounds strange to think that, that you possess your thought. That's, that's, for me, a very strange idea to actually yeah. think that you are...
0: And maybe the fact out. that we're so open to so many theories is based on the fact that we don't possess our thoughts.
1: Maybe. Like, we don't
0: hold any thought to be more important than another.
1: Did you re- does this resonate with you? Like as a? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think maybe it does resonate with me. Maybe, maybe it's something I've always done, but subconsciously. I don't really hold any thoughts to be more important than... Any others?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I don't, but I think I do hold some thoughts to be higher than others. But, but I mean, what I was well, saying I mean, the is... The thought of
0: your, you know, like your own system. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah, yeah that's can, your own thought. You hold um, it to be much higher. And maybe the reason I can accept it as a thought is because I don't have a system that I ascribe to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm quite easy to accept. I can accept uh, the antithesis of that system. I can accept pretty much anything. I maybe won't build it into my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm quite. Yeah, but isn't that what idea. acceptance is? though? Yeah, yeah. Well, I do like it. I guess, you? but like, I'm open to that being a reality. It's just not so, necessarily the reality. So, if you
0: believe in that system, though, does that mean some of my thoughts can enter you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, so the, the reason is that the reason te- I said is that is, that is because, yeah, yeah. So, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. In terms of that's why I really did uh, like. Uh, connect a lot with this theory of uh, morphic resonance. Yeah, you know, yeah. Is because it did seem to um, conflate with this idea. And the more I looked at things, uh, the more I saw that everything was permeable and we're just creating impermeability. Like, we're just we're just blocking things. Um, we're blocking the porousness of things in order to organize it. Because It's really hard when everything just like f- fucking like flies everywhere. And, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, everywhere. yeah, yeah. And like when space is so integrated with matter, it's really hard to put, like, you know, find where to put your table in your room, right? <laughs> Yeah. So, um... So that's interesting, that was, though, like, that,
0: yeah, like, as we age do our field, yeah. become bigger.
1: Okay. Or is that's, that
0: governed by the soul, or is that...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think that's... I think definitely everybody has different...
0: Like, like feelings, right? Yeah, different... And different centres and different sizes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, like, in Indian philosophy, there's the chakras. chakras yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So... I don't know if that's
0: yeah, maybe it's loosely it's yeah. just
1: like quite similar sort of idea, yeah, that this is maybe just focused on the mind chakra.
0: yeah, but I do think it's a fascinating theory,
1: yeah there's, and maybe that's but I
0: mean, there are always those people that you know seem to dominate a room, you know the moment they walk in seem to dominate the room, take over the
1: conversation, yeah like well, there's definitely people just. Certain people have very different presences. Yeah, and maybe that's to do
0: with the field that they're giving off in the sense. way.
1: well, I don't know. So th- I feel like that's a separate issue. One is, which I can get on board with, like pretty for sure. I think everybody has an energy. Yeah, they emanate some form of energy. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean there has to be a soul, but that that there is a kind of a presence that people yeah. kind of give off, right? Give off, and whether but whether the mind itself is a kind of neurological box within the brain, or an energetic field that's in, in some place within, yeah. like, centred within the self, um, I don't really know. Yeah. But, it, but it, makes, it makes sense. There does seem to be a... Nobody really knows where the mind, like, we, we just assume the mind is in the brain, but there's nothing that really correlates. We talk, like...
0: Yeah, but I really think absurd. the idea of the mind not being in the brain... Is absurd. That is, It's definitely absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's you were really... to start telling people that your mind is in your knee, that people would... That is absurd. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially the le- left knee, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also that leads to different things regarding, like, disabilities. What if you're paralysed from like, the waist down? Like, do you still have access to your mind if it's in your knee? Like, I think... Just the idea of yeah, the yeah, mind yeah, not so... being in the brain is pretty But, okay, pretty so absurd. from, like...
1: From, from your special needs, guys. Yeah. Right? So... What I mean, their sort of neurological capabilities are less than, than the normal, right? Yeah. But does that mean they have, like, their minds are, have, their minds are still just as powerful or as strong as anybody else's? Right.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. It's really fascinating because I do often wonder about their fields, and because there's sometimes when I feel like there's a bit of telepathy when I'm interacting with them. But maybe it's just because I know them so well, I can predict. How they'll react to a situation, but is that telepathy?
1: I don't know. yeah, I guess it's hard to say because also when like this theory of quantum entanglement means that sort of telepathy occurs once you know somebody better once you know
0: somebody better right yeah. and i think I think we would all agree with that though once you know somebody better, you can predict yeah. a lot more things about them, can't you
1: yeah, yeah for sure yeah. so this um the experiments that they did for this were basically um you know. I mean, there's so many variables, you can't say everything. Yeah, yeah, happening. what's your but control? Yeah. The idea is, so what they did is they got a group of rats. Yeah. Um, and they taught in, I think it was in, in Germany or something, Belgium. Or, yeah, yeah. And they taught them a certain technique, right, um, of something. Uh, which is, <laughs> I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but they, they taught them to do something which is not, you know, common to rats. Yeah, 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 yeah right? okay. But it's easy for them to learn. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then, no, you're
0: missing the key point of this <laughs> <laughs> No, I should
1: Yeah, yeah but we're not a we're not, we're not precise podcast <laughs> yeah, 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 that's Nobody's going to quote us in anything We're not scientists Yeah, 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 exactly <laughs> it's like, um, But maybe we should be if I'm trying to prove Yeah, yeah, yeah If you're okay, trying to prove anyway, such a but, ridiculous thing. There's, this another, there's this another group of rats in like Australia And six months, or maybe it was three months After <laughs> teaching this one group of rats this behaviour This group of rats learnt the same thing
0: But they were in a separate cage But they couldn't see the...
1: No, one's in Belgium, one's in Australia. This group of rats are so distinct, so far away from each other. And so the idea, the theory around this that um, a lot of these noetic scientists say is that it's based on a kind of collective consciousness that uh, the rats kind of learn this and it's sort of, in a sense, uploaded to this like collective species consciousness.
0: Okay, so if we uh, extrapolate that That's to human... the idea of
1: memory having space, so.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. And also to human society. Because, you know, we, we always say that, you know, there are some myths that are prevalent all around the world that but somehow they shouldn't have travelled to different yeah. parts of the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, they didn't, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I like a there's... collective
0: way of doing things that we seem to do all over the world.
1: Well, okay, so the, I, but I think there's two, maybe two ideas at play. One... One could be that there is, that the natural world and the symbols of the things around us have a natural sort of resonance, um, like a natural kind of meaning or archetypal resonance, yeah. right? Which, we, which all cultures pick up on, Yeah. right? Um, so that could be like, you know, whatever the symbolism of the sun is or the symbolism of a snake. Yeah. And we, so they, they come up with the same thing based on. The other way to see it is like what you're saying is that one uh, culture develops a system or a language for, um, you know, communicating, explaining things through myth, and then that is kind of, in a sense, uploaded to this collective consciousness, and it's downloaded by somebody... By another culture, Yeah, another culture, a thousand years later. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know how either way. Uh, The other
1: other thing is that it's just all nonsense, and this is just chance.
0: Well, I mean, probably the nonsense, thing, the nonsense thing is probably what we probably most described to you. But I think the former, the first theory is probably what most people would accept, like yeah. the natural resonance of stuff, rather than the idea of this collective consciousness that gets uploaded and then downloaded. Yeah. But I do like the idea of space having memory.
1: Yeah, definitely. The yeah. thing is, but I, also, I, I if, we could, if, also, if but,
0: we could access it, imagine how many conversations have been had in this room. Imagine yeah. Yeah, like the memories that uh, space would hold would be... Unfathomable. I I definitely
1: feel things like... So when I was in India, I used to go to this specific cave to meditate in, which the Baba of the village used to meditate. He lived like 50 years there. But he just used to meditate. Just eating boiled vegetables that somebody... Would bring him. Bring him. And it was this, like... The village was kind of named after this Baba. Um, And, yeah, I would just go there. And it was special. Like, it was this special energy. And it was just damp and... Memory, so, but it had this incredible uh, just
0: I don't really? know yeah but then actually but that does happen don't we like we go to spaces yeah. that maybe we feel like we've yeah, we been there spoke, before we we like
1: yeah religion like everything yeah, yeah. different places do have different memories memories and different energies yeah. and I, I, like, I don't know I feel like I'm really sensitive to this I can just walk into a room and be depressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but can you walk into a room and be happy yeah yeah, yeah. okay fine hugely so yeah 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 um, um, so I do like the idea of okay, so if we do ascribe to the belief that people have energy and that spaces have energy, then maybe it's not too much of a a jump to say that a space has memory.
1: Yeah. I think so. I think that that's yeah. It's I think they're very similar things, this idea of memory. Um, how how articulate yeah, memory uh, is is maybe the question.
0: Yeah, or right? if you can yeah.
1: Is the does the memory
0: and does the space choose the memories that it keeps, or is it just particularly energetic
1: moments? Um, no, I don't think you choose. That's interesting, because we are, we feel like we're somewhat more receptive to certain things. others. Yeah. So does memory? Okay, that's now. Okay, maybe that is really interesting. That does space have the autonomy that we perceive we we have? Yeah. Right. On what it receives and what it doesn't receive. Exactly. And maybe conversely,
0: that yes, when yeah. we
1: think, we think we have autonomy on what we're receiving. But really we don't. Is spa- yeah, but no, but maybe space has mm-hmm. autonomy on what it is giving.
0: Yeah.
1: The energy that it's
0: So giving. we're all governed the energy by, energy. by this space.
1: Yeah, well, okay, well, that's yeah. sure. I yeah. just think everything is space, man. You everything know? is space. We're just, we're just governed by space, right? Everything exists, matter isn't like minuscule, it's like 1, 1, 0.1% whatever of thing, everything, right? And most matter is made of space anyway.
0: I'm very, this is, you know, this is a very interesting theory, it's actually the first time I've heard of it, but it does resonate quite well with, yeah, yeah. Um, with my belief system, whatever that belief system is. But,
1: I mean, my, yeah, my theory of boundaries... What do people think
0: about this, when you tell people about this?
1: Um, of what the... Of
0: morphic resonance.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, they're quite... And normally if you go to, like, a morphic resonance, um, kind of conference, they're quite... Oh, yeah, they're 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 really receptive to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) There's telepathy going on (laughs) everywhere at those conferences. What you're really telling me is that I need to go to Belgium, and then something will happen in Australia. Adopt a
1: rat. Adopt a rat,
0: and then something will happen in Australia. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that was about. the worst description of a scientific experiment of all time <laughs> It's just something, something happened in Belgium And then something happened six months later in Australia <laughs> Like what do <are> you <laughs> Yeah but the same thing happened Yeah but without any the like, like with, You're again. not telling me what the thing is Yeah but,
1: no, but what's life without mystery
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah especially in science, what's science without mystery Yeah right?
1: what's the podcast with like Without guesswork
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. no telepathy without, like, Yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah telepathy uh,
1: like, uh, we, no, but we shouldn't be dumbing down things to our listeners. We should, We should. you know... Be making
0: them more mysterious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> no, but we, should,
1: we should accept that they're probably telepathic and they don't need to be, you know, we don't need to explain everything to them.
0: So that's interesting. So you know how when you get to know someone, you got that... You, we were saying that you can maybe create telepathy. Do you think yeah. our listeners know us so well that maybe they feel a bit of a telepathic connection with us?
1: I mean, that would be amazing to, like... I think it's quite... I mean, if any of you actually... Feel Fielded, that would be like yeah, let but us also, know it would be
0: very one way because yeah
1: because we don't really know that but maybe yeah. we do like there's one or two listeners who you know a couple of people who message us yeah and I feel like I don't know there's some yeah there's of, definitely like, a bond an, there yeah, right? yeah there's yeah. some bond or some energy that um, that they transmit and I think that maybe it's some like we have some really loving listeners, yeah. listeners and they just I don't know but maybe we're just we're creating more holograms. We just like, I just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how true. kind people seem to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's still time yeah. for us to say something ridiculously <laughs> you know, controversial.
0: I mean, like the mind being in the knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. knee, in the knee. <laughs> yeah.
1: But now what happens if people who have had like, you know, knee injuries and then they get, come, they get really...
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. But also what's really sad is that we, I thought we'd conquered our hologram issue and it turns out we're still making holograms but they're just of our listeners, <laughs> right? Before we were making holograms of potential romantic partners, but now it's actually just our listeners.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but also what I was thinking, what's, I think what kind of needs to maybe be put under the microscope a little bit is this, um, so when a theory kind of fits with our worldview, yeah. or kind of makes us... It's, it just It's just nice. Like, all these things yeah. that I said about space, I, I really like to believe them, Yeah. right? So, in a way, we can create holograms of scientific theories. Yeah, yeah, but right? that's what we've just done, right? Yeah, and I think that...
0: We've tried to make it fit with our personal view. Mm. Yeah.
1: And so, I don't think that's necessarily based on how um, true it is. That's on how much we want to believe it, right? Yeah. So, I think we can kind of... But I think, actually, me and you are pretty good at... Um, being aware of that and criticizing that yeah. and not just following a theory based on the fact that it fits like some sort of spiritual worldview or something but well, we haven't Even really though we still like yeah yeah we haven't we haven't ascribed to anything we said in this podcast
0: yeah but we haven't critiqued it really though
1: we haven't no but that's because everybody critiques it like it's not... yeah yeah it's been critiqued we, enough. We, we right. but it's these sort of things are but they're not critiqued with any um i don't think with any real it's more just like it's just nonsense. It's telepathy. Tel- tel- yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's never really like exploring the actual theory or the science behind it. It's just saying it's hokum. Yeah. Because it doesn't represent. And the truth is, none of this is provable no, enough, right? But it
0: fits in with like we believe in telep- telepathy. Mm, so I'm happy to listen to theories that give me reasons to further my belief in telepathy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, should, I the, uh, should I read the poem that, from Venice?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah—the Italian one. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Do um, you have it to hand?
1: Yeah, I think I've got it here. Um, well, so basically, I w- is yeah, it the, what, like-
0: the one poem that you always read—the Venice poem? Yeah. Where the way well, de- the the devil are playing chess.
1: No, no, that's just this different poem. Okay. <laughs> no? Um, no, no, no. So there's one that I kind of before I met this girl, or after I met. Like- What's the
0: poem that scared her?
1: Oh, you want that?
0: Well, whichever one, actually. I'm happy for you Well, to be, there's but. three
1: poems from Venice. And this is what, like, give birth to, like, a new way of... That's, so, that's also what happened. We met at Home House. Yeah. And this poetry... I mean, you told me to come to Home House. With, and this whole style of poetry just came from this one trip from Venice. No And that's way. how I performed...
0: That's how you performed it. Yeah.
1: And before that moment, I never performed poetry, ever. Oh, so maybe that is, like... Uh, yeah.
0: There's a lot of coincidences in that uh, moment that led to you meeting me... And then me inviting you yeah, to yeah, Home House, and then us having a, that moment on the, with the chips. Yeah. There's a lot of coincidence there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Actually, I wouldn't, yeah, no, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't have read these at the philosophy salon that we met at. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't have come to Home House that you'd no, to. No, exactly. Um, we would have just, yeah.
0: And the whole reason we met at philosophy salon was by accident. It was just,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then you said, come read at yeah. Home House. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, yeah, um, let's go. So this is before, I think this was after, just after I met her. Yeah. And then the other one, maybe I can read which is.
0: Uh, I'm once, in love when with I'm, you. No, when I'm, I'm, al- when I'm alone. I'm sure in love with you, I'm in Italy. <laughs> no, when I'm
1: alone, just wandering the streets of Italy and having like the best time.
0: Okay, yeah, let's go with the one where after you met her and you're professing your love, I assume. Okay.
1: No, no. As I delve into the metachemistry of life, I'm in relation with someone. She is a girl, but she does not exist. And I exist only in her presence. I'm not the man I was, nor the man I should be, but I am the man I I am becoming, and thus who I must be, like a ghost looking for a body which is merely another ghost. But we are dancing the macabre, masked with the atmosphere of self-existence, and somewhere in the emptiness of each other there is love, but it eludes us both, and it belongs to us both. What is the point of owning something you cannot find? Capitalism still has its place in the metaphysics, a man that promises the sumptuous emptiness of life, but lo and behold, it is truly empty, not gloriously empty, but commercially empty, it seems commerce is driven by soul, freedom, love, the James Brown of the funky funky, and drawn <laughs> to the ethereal to the threads of the trivial, a spirit world that mimics the hallucinations and clarity of the material, as reflections of the existent and non-existent alike. This world is made of promises, promises made of subjectivity, subjectivity made of objectivity, objectivity made of subjectivity, and subjectivity made of nothing, nothing a place in which the past sits. But like all, we are looted by the present, and is this the only thing that is, or may be, and whilst he, or maybe I, or maybe we are both black and Chinese, <laughs> the ghost of each other has no colour. But yet we portrayed in pigments from across the globe, trying deeply to assert our own existence. Because somewhere inside is a question, do we? Do we really? Do we live as holograms aching to know the static? For we are all Germans singing singing endless encores of Nazi jazz. Don't forget, Hitler is our cousin, and we are but pragmatic ghosts feigning the romance of art, dualizing the fleeting with the empty nobility of self-expression because we are and always have been subjects subjectively subjecting and what a beautiful object this life is filled with emptiness and the propaganda of a crystal spirit to someone who wasn't once said.
0: That's amazing. Also, it's quite uh, verbose for someone who doesn't speak English. Like sending that to her. <laughs> oh, no, I never gave that Oh, to you her. never gave that to her. No, okay. I thought you'd given that to it was her. It's also
1: not about her.
0: I mean, it's definitely about her. <laughs> Come on, you're like <laughs> in love with her already. It's all about the holograms. No, no, but
1: it, it was just that notion of just. Uh, I really like hologram, the
0: capitalism still has space in metaphysics. Uh, it's, good, <laughs> it's good, it's good. Oh, yeah,
1: and that's what we talked yeah, about yeah, with yeah. the McDonald's, man. Yeah, this yeah, is Karma yeah. just eats apple pie. What's man? the point of
0: owning stuff you can't find? Yeah, okay, that's a really good poem. That's incredible.
1: <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Maybe the other one we can do in the next episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that yeah, was wait, uh, That's enough. Who I mean, you're definitely in love with her. Like, there was so many holograms. No, you just so many. You created m- so many holograms. And you yeah, but, it wasn't, in but it presence. wasn't... And you only existed a present. But it only
1: existed at present. Yeah, yeah, but that was... I don't know. It wasn't
0: love. It wasn't love.
1: No, it was never love. It was, it was just definitely like, lust. It, it was just obsession with the images. But it wasn't even, like, was the like a image of reality. when I'm right? with her. Like, it wasn't really...
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I this, don't,
1: this is not how I am anymore. Like, my... I've matured a lot.
0: You've now. matured a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also, do you remember when I was like this? Like, what the person even looked like didn't even register in my mind. It was all about the energy and the spirit, and chasing this.
1: Yeah, I still yeah. I don't remember what she looked
0: like. Yeah, yeah, just chasing the poetry.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I still, I mean, I still like doing that, and I miss the kind of way in which everything is just. Yeah, I luminous.
0: Where, I know where this story is going. Next week, I'm going to call you, and you're going to be like, "I'm in Italy." I saw, <laughs> I saw a sign. I had to go to Italy.
1: No, no, but uh, Belgium. Switzerland. Yeah,
0: Belgium, <laughs> Belgium, Belgium. I've got a rat. <laughs> I'm in <Australia>. Belgium.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, I'll be like. I've gone to Belgium, you'll be like, oh my god, I'm, I'm in Australia. What's the code? Oh, yeah, what's it? <laughs>
0: it's non-ethics. nonethics. What is it? Nonethics. No ethics. No ethics. Hey, that's ridiculous. I think no, the person, Dan no Brown, his ethics.
1: book of symbol, symbolology and stuff. Oh, The Lost Symbol?
0: The Lost Symbol, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I, think, I think that's what brought Noethics to the forefront.
0: We're promoting a lot of other people in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Promoting a lot of other books that people should not be reading. They should just be listening to our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over. That's true.
1: Just listen to her podcast.
0: Yeah, oh, you can buy my book if you want. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, never, yeah, We never
1: promoted our own... We uh, never promote any uh, of our own, own things. Work. Own things, yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, when you said really my special needs
0: it. people, it sounded like I just have a collection of special needs people yeah, yeah. in my house.
1: Or like your Wikipedia them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so try... Shai actually... Okay, Shai <laughs> actually has one of the best charities in yeah, yeah. the country, <laughs> and it's called True Access. Check it out. So check it out.
0: And then Ilyas uh, has an incredible book. It's called Reminiscence of the Present. Check it out. It's incredible. It cannot be bought in any bookshop, so email us directly.
1: It can only be downloaded telepathically. Yeah, yeah. Ex- From Australia, yeah,
0: Belgium. Um, well, yeah, no, yeah whenever people download it in Belgium, somebody downloads <laughs> it in <laughs> Australia. Yeah, the
1: synchronicity is outstanding. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. All right, should we call it a day? Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you. Love you guys. Yeah. yeah.